Welcome to the HR Chat Podcast, bringing the best of the HR, talent, and leadership communities to you. For more episodes and the latest articles covering what's new in the world of work, visit hrgazette.com, subscribe and follow us on social media. Welcome to another episode of the HR Chat Show. I'm your host today, Bill Bannum, and my guest this time is Tom Truick. Strategic Solutions Consultant over at Paradox, the company that's inspired by a world where AI empowers recruiting teams to spend time with people, not with software. Paradox's flagship product is Olivia, the AI recruiting assistant obsessed with automating the boring stuff to make the recruiting experience faster, easier, and more respectful for everyone. Tom is a self-described HR and recruitment technology geek, welcome to the club, and a mental health well-being advocate who's passionate about partnering with clients to transform the talent acquisition process. Hey Tom, it's my pleasure to welcome you to the show today. Hi Bill, thanks very much for inviting me on to speak with you today. So Tom, beyond my wee introduction there, why don't you start by taking a minute or two and introducing yourself to our listeners. Absolutely. It'd be my pleasure to. So hello, everyone. By way of introduction, my name's Tom Truick, and I'm a global strategic solutions consultant here at Paradox. Although prior to joining Paradox, I've had quite a varied career in HR and TA. I started off as a tech recruiter, gosh, almost 20 years ago now before entering the world of RPO, where I worked on site managing HR recruitment teams at RBS back when it was a much larger investment bank and UBS thereafter. After that, I stayed within RPO, but led different client solutions functions, advising clients on how best to transform the TA process before excitedly joining Paradox. So pleasure to be here. Excellent. Thank you very much. Okay, so let's talk a bit about Paradox then. Uh, Tell me about the mission of the company and how Olivia helps hiring managers and HR pros. Well, the mission here at Paradox is to give everyone an assistant that helps to get recruiting work done. Uh, We want to free up recruiters, HR professionals, and hiring managers to have more meaningful conversations at different parts of the process, rather than be bogged down in particular systems or tied up in unnecessary administrative burden. Um, When I think back to when I managed teams of HR professionals previously, nothing frustrated me more than hiring amazing talent who were incredibly passionate about speaking with people and interacting with candidates, but ultimately ended up spending more than 80% of their days being tied up in unnecessary admin. So Olivia helps to free up these types of professionals to spend more time with people and not technology. Please, Tom, sounds like it's not the first time somebody's asked you, but that that was a very, very polished answer. Well done, sir. Well done. (laughs) Um, Okay, so let's let's now get into the, the, the meat of the conversation today. How has AI changed the way that we recruit over the past sort of five years or so? Yeah, sure. Well, I think we can all agree that the candidate experience has been absolutely broken for some time now, especially when you compare it to the mobile first, mobile friendly, instant gratification consumer habits that candidates experience pretty much everywhere else outside of the recruitment process, right? So whether that be, I don't know, ordering something from Amazon at the click of a button or a film from Netflix to watch immediately or whatever else that might be, AI and in particular conversational AI, which is the category where Olivia sits, has changed the ways we recruit because it means that candidates can apply, be screened and scheduled for a role regardless of what time or day it is or 
which day of the week it is. So I think why that's changed things? Well, it's helping to change the story of candidates who apply for a job and then CVs end up disappearing into some form of black hole where if they're lucky, they they might get feedback days later, but quite often have to chase. And that just simply doesn't translate to the experience that these candidates have, often with the same brands from a consumer experience. Also, the, the best candidates are often already in work, as we, we both know, and ideally available to speak when HR teams have gone home. So here at Paradox, we believe candidates deserve to have their questions answered 24-7 and in certain industries. We're seeing more than 40% of applicants engage with Olivia outside of office hours. So in such a competitive market, we simply can't afford for those candidates to be missed. What, what, are, the, what are some of the time and money savings associated with using a tool such as Olivia? Uh, well, I may be a touch biased, but from my perspective, the return on investment is really easy to demonstrate when it comes to time and money savings associated with using Olivia. So when we think, if I look across the client portfolio, if we look at McDonald's, for example, uh, we reduce time to interview from days to minutes without recruiters or managers having to do anything really apart from sharp to interview suitable candidates. Um, this is a familiar story across our portfolio of clients, as you'd imagine. So when we look at that example, and we think of time savings, as well as speedily moving candidates through each step of the recruitment process, we can also think of freeing up HR professionals and hiring managers, and what we can, how we can make them more efficient now all of that burden has been reduced. So of course, um, it's common sense that the quicker we move candidates through the process, the quicker they can be in seats at a company helping to create revenue for that organization, um, as well as aligning with their accompanying business goals. So if we can position Olivia to help with cost saves, relating to greater efficiency throughout, as well as improve productivity, I think um, we can hit the right notes. It just really depends on the specific TA challenges and organizations trying to solve. We'll be right back to this conversation after this very brief message from today's sponsoring partner. If you're a business leader, you're legally obliged to optimize your strategy and resources to maximize shareholder return. This may lead you to assume that it's not your responsibility or in your best interest to care about the environment, social and government issues. ESG. But actually, making ESG a part of your business strategy can unlock growth opportunities, reduce costs, and future-proof your brand in the eyes of an increasingly conscious public. Speaky is a company focused on transforming compliance hotlines and other compliance areas using AI technologies. Learn more at speaky.com. That's S-P-E-E-K-I dot com. Okay, thank you. Uh, there's a bit more to it than that, though, and I want to tease this out of you now. But before I do, as part of my homework, I found a very powerful statement on the paradox.ai website, which was as follows. Uh, when it's time to hire, you don't want to waste time waiting. With a few simple taps, you can send offers to candidates' phones and Olivia will gently check in to increase acceptance rates. Sounds fantastic. Yeah. So th th this, this other component here in terms of time to hire is, it, or I guess the question around that is, why is a fast time to hire turnaround so important today? So, I mean, it's not just 
Um, people don't want to waste time if they don't need to, right? It's it's, it's some, something fundamentally more important than that at the moment during this period of great resignation, i.e., and I don't want to give you the full answer here, but I'm guessing <laughs> a, huge, a, a huge a huge part of this is if you, yeah, if you don't get to the candidate straight away, they're going to go elsewhere. Is, is that right? Yeah, exactly. Speed and simplicity is absolutely crucial in today's climate. So regardless of what types of roles you're being hired for or which industry you're recruiting into, um, as you alluded to, it's it's very much a candidate driven market. Um, I think last time I checked, unemployment levels were tracking at uh, 3.8% for the UK and a bit, bit I think 3.5% in the US, right? A bit, even a bit lower than that. So we simply can't afford to not move suitable candidates through the process swiftly. Um, however, the simplicity part is also key, Bill, as you know. So we see here at Paradox when we're analyzing data and reporting across a variety of sectors that there's huge drop-off rates when a candidate has to jump around from one system to another. So that could be they're intrigued about a particular role that they're applying for, and then they have to jump around to upload a lengthy application form onto an ATS. Um, Olivia can, can can help to capture all of that conversation within minutes and then either hold that in the Paradox system for review or via integration instantly transfer that candidate information into the desired system of records that could be an ATS or a HRIS or, or both. So, um, yeah, hopefully that gives some extra context in terms of why speed and simplicity is critical in in today's market. Okay, so a, a bit of a follow-up to my follow-up then really is, how can companies maximize the chances of hiring genuine top talent? So I, I chat with people all the time at the moment about finding talent and and doing like you just mentioned there, you know, getting at them ASAP so that they uh, they, they don't drop off, they, they don't lose interest. But um, there's a difference between finding any old talents and, and finding, you know, those exceptional folk to join your company so how can companies maximize their opportunities of, of finding those, those exceptional folk that that top talent yeah great question well i'd urge everyone to read tim slackett's blog on the paradox website entitled rethinking the concept of top talent this really resonated with me because he describes the analogy of choosing a car or a candidate in this instance and not focusing on the match because of what looks shiny and attractive on the surface matching expectations, but really we should be thinking about dependability relating to long-term fit. So what does that mean? Well, well, that means that companies must first define the baseline of what top talent means to them. And then, and only then can they try to find the best matches in terms of whether a candidate could be a good long-term fit rather than pass through the selection process. Um, so hopefully it helps. I'm sure it's a it's a blog posting that you've also read too. But I thought that was um, that was a, a particular particularly compelling um, response to to how companies can begin the process. Particularly compelling indeed, Tim Sackett. If you're listening to this episode, well done, sir. You are an aficionado at what you do. Um, okay, so let's talk a bit more about employee retention then, Tom. Um, is a is a better fit candidate more likely to stay with the company for longer so a moment ago we were talking about attracting top talent high performers folks for example i don't know maybe you're hiring for the sales department and you want to you want to yeah. attract those people that you know are going to bring in the revenue faster and, and in bigger bulks hopefully bigger numbers yeah. um but you know they might be mavericks they might be people who stay with the company for a year 
and then go somewhere else or maybe start their own thing. So it actually, actually, is, is it is it better to find candidates who from a from a cultural perspective in terms of aligning with the why to use Simon Sinek's terms the why of a company uh -huh. um, are, are they are they the better candidates for the long haul because uh, replacing your staff can be terribly expensive and take and can take a very long time right yeah absolutely and I think it needs to be both um, but if we focus on improving the candidate experience through the initial stages of the recruitment process, I would argue that, you know, we have a, a happier, more engaged bunch of candidates moving through the process and ultimately having a, a chance of being hired. So if we can ensure that those candidates are screened effectively as well as properly assessed for long-term fit, then we just have a much higher chance of those candidates hanging around for a bit longer once they've been hired. But um, there's other bits and pieces that we could build into the... Uh, the solution to help to maximize the chances of candidates hanging around for a bit longer and, and, and staying in seats for longer. And one of those is, is an assessment tool called Traitify, which Paradox acquired last year. Bill, I'm not sure if you're familiar with that tool as part of your research into this. No, no, tell me more. All right. Well, yeah, no, happy to. So last year we acquired a, an image-based assessment tool called Traitify. It's got a 96% completion rate, which, as you imagine, would be um, is the, the highest completion rate in the market of, uh, of all assessments that are out there. And it only takes approximately 90 seconds to complete. Uh, the reason why this is relevant to the answer is our team of psychologists would work with HR professionals to match the appropriate personality traits to the roles they're hiring for. So not only are we screening and assessing candidates that are demonstrating the right skills for the role, but also the personality traits to complement the long-term nature of a role within an organization. So that could be conscientiousness for healthcare staff, for example. And I just think that if we take the time to get this right and plan accordingly in terms of building that innovative solution for candidates, well, we're just seeing um, some quite dramatic reductions in in attrition as a result of building this assessment tool. But just just being more thoughtful about um, about these long term matches as part of the initial selection process. Thank you very much, Tom. Uh, OK, so Tim Sackett, again, if you're listening to this, you're going to love this episode because we're all about you today. sir. and in, <laughs> a, in, a, in a in another recent post on the Paradox blog, Tim shares some ways to elevate one's employer brand and become uh, an expert in, in recruitment marketing. I'd like you now to take a couple of minutes and, and share some of those tips with our listeners. Yeah, absolutely. And I found this blog particularly refreshing by Tim because quite frankly, it's a reality check for a lot of non-enterprise companies out there who might think, especially at CEO level, that all applicants already know at least something about their employer brand. When in fact, as you and I know, after reviewing this, that very few candidates actually do. So as such, Tim's advice is to start with that realization and just be cognizant that most candidates won't already and probably won't already know and probably won't care about your employer brand at that stage. And then be realistic as a company in terms of what steps could be taken to make some progress in that regard. So Tim suggests and I wholeheartedly agree that building a brand advocacy team of those currently working in an organization that really understand a company's D DNA um, is an appropriate starting point. And then to make sure that you're using that and a combination of advertising, 
conversational AI, QR codes, text to apply functionality, really taking advantage of innovative, innovative tech working with advertising to ensure that candidates are being proactively reached where they are and in ways they want. So I guess in summary, my interpretation after reading that from Tim was that hoping that candidates simply land on your careers page and are already infused about your brand is unlikely. So let's make sure we're using the right technology to bring that story to them wherever they might be. A few months back, Tim Sackett and a chap called Chris Bailey. Uh, Tim's based in uh, Michigan in the US. Chris Bailey has a hard life being based in Cayman Islands uh, in, 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 in the Caribbean. <laughs> they, they, they reached out to me and they said, Bill, we'd like you to get involved with an event that we're going to organize, Disrupt HR London. Uh, Tim's taking over the license. If you want to get involved, you can take over the license afterwards. And I'm like, yeah, sounds fantastic. I want that license. I want to work with you guys. I want to get involved with this event. Mm-hmm. And that's what we did. And, and we, we, we hosted um, the 16th Disrupt HR London event, although it was the first one that any of us had been involved with uh, in early July. And uh, a company that also got involved was Paradox. So yeah. um, I, can, I can guess a part of the reason why you got involved as you worked so closely with Tim. Um, yeah. However, however, my, my, my question for you is, is why get involved? What, what's the fit there? Yeah, no, sure. And, you know, outside of the relationship with Tim that you alluded to there, we just thought that there was a lot of synergy in terms of how everyone involved was looking at the challenges currently facing the world of HR and TA. So, you know, we all like to look at, I'm using air quotes here, the, the rebellious future of HR, which, um, which, which was the leading strapline for the event, as you know. But just generally, how can we do things differently? Um, how can we attack today's HR challenges with a disruptive, innovative and and fresh pair of eyes. So I don't know about you, Bill, but I've been to plenty of conferences recently where the same topics are being discussed in the same fashion and and Disrupt HR certainly didn't take that approach. And that just resonated well with our unique consultative style and, and how we approach clients here at Paradox. And by the way, isn't it just nice to be back in person after two years, eh? Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, um, I attended a few virtual events, but but nothing beats um, nothing beats a real thing. No, it does not. Okay. Hey, listen, we're about to wrap up. Before we do, I'd, I'd love to ask you now how our listeners can learn more and connect with you. So maybe you want to share your details in terms of LinkedIn, email, maybe you're super cool and you're all over Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, those sorts of places. <laughs> and also, of course, Tom, how can they learn more about all the cool things happening over at Paradox? Sure. Well, you can certainly connect with me on LinkedIn. I'd welcome some new connections within the HR space. So you can find me Tom Truick, T-R-E-W-I-C-K at Paradox. Very happy to connect or feel free to email me tom.truick at paradox.ai where, um, yeah, I'd be very happy to personally arrange an introductory conversation and possibly a demo which showcases Olivia's magic. But if you want to jump onto our website, paradox.ai. You can speak to Olivia for yourself if you so wish. Uh, feel free to have a conversation with her, perhaps from your mobile device, and Olivia will work with you to answer any questions you might have. So um, feel free to work with her in real time. She'll schedule some time with, um, with, with an appropriate person so that you can learn more from Paradox. And um, hopefully we can talk in a bit more detail about her functionality can 
solve some of the real HR and TA challenges impacting your organization today. Wonderful. Well, Tom, uh, that just leaves me to say thank you. I loved your energy today. Great answers. Thank you very much for being my guest on this episode of the HR Chat Show. My pleasure, Bill. Thanks. Great to speak and see you soon, hopefully. And listeners, as always, until next time, happy working. Thanks for listening to this episode of the HR Chat Podcast. There are hundreds of conversations with business experts available for free on the HR Gazette website, Apple, Spotify, and all the main platforms. And remember to like, subscribe, and follow us on social media.